But I think that to maintain quality over time, it is imperative not to lose sight of your goal. You constantly have to be asking yourself, what is the purpose of what I'm doing? Why am I doing this? So I'm working from home today. I've just been and cast, casted, cast my vote, casted my vote. I'm not sure. Cast, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Cast my vote. So we day working from home, cast my vote, feeling feeling like I've been quite productive as a result. Oh, yeah? Yeah, taking my country's future into my own hands. <laughs> How's your day? It's been crazy busy. It's, 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 uh, it's one of those days where... I look around and it's already two o'clock in the afternoon and uh, I don't know what happened, what I did today, but it just kind of flew by. I know I did a lot of work, but uh, it kind of just caught me by surprise, you know? Yeah, I thought you meant that you'd been procrastinating. And but playing Grand Theft Auto? No. I, I'm going to get Grand Theft Auto, I've decided. Yeah, you should. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun going... Uh, yeah, going over and that's the handy thing about working from home. You can just go over and have a wee blast on Grand Theft Auto while you're while you're supposed to be working. But is it a pick up and play game? Like, can yeah, you yeah, just sure. pick it up for fifteen minutes, or is it you've been playing it? You say I'm gonna gonna play this on my lunch break break for an hour, and then you realise that three hours has passed. No, yeah, you can. Well, that can happen, but you can uh, you can just hop online and play in like a, a lobby with a bunch of other people and just yeah run around the city for a while and. Um, yeah, you can you can just pick it up. So that's what that's what I usually do. Like sometimes after lunch or something, just sit and have a little break, looking at a different sort of screen than sitting looking at a computer screen all day. Oh, but something else people can do on their lunch breaks if they're wanting to fill their idle time. We've um, opened a Slack channel for listeners of working out, haven't we? We have, and it's quite fun. If you want to join, just shoot us an email info at workingoutpodcast.com and you can join in we're just kind of discussing all sorts of stuff in there like about the show and we were talking about shipping stuff and um, different ways people you know find out about podcasts or find out about your product and promotion just a variety of things just kind of what what the listeners are um, are thinking about so yeah it seems pretty good so far yeah people have been able to um, show us what they're working on too and like there's one guy in there who's who's got a course on CSS animations and stuff so it's, it's um, hopefully it'll be a good platform to kind of cross promote what each other are working on as well mm -hmm. we'll see so sign up so what's um what's today's episode Paddy so today's episode was going to be something else and we we sat down and we recorded an episode but after after uh, we were both kind of uh, a bit uh, unhappy with with uh, at the end, we were, it was one of those episodes where we were like mm, that that episode was a bit weird. It didn't really flow that well. Or um, yeah, after we thought about it, it just didn't really live up to the the standard that we want. Like the points we made in the uh, in the show about the topics, you know, weren't as strong as some other episodes. So we decided to ditch that episode and record a new one. Yeah, so that's what we're doing now. We're recording something else for uh, for this week. Yep, and we are recording a podcast, um, an episode um, kind of uh, on what we actually did there about how we discarded the episode, decided it wasn't good enough, and as a result, we're now actually going to be talking about 
like how to maintain quality in your work. Yeah, because it could have been really easy for us to to just, yeah, think, yeah, it wasn't as strong an episode, but I mean, we've got it recorded now and we might as well just put it out and it's another episode. But we have a, we have a certain standard that we want uh, this show to have and and that episode didn't really live up to that. So I think we're being quite tough on ourselves but in a good way to to maintain the the quality of the show and put out just episodes that we're proud of and we think people get a lot of value out of yeah well i think that i mean that's kind of the first point that i wanted to to make i think that we're the reason that we have been maybe we have been hard on ourselves with that episode but the reason is because we care okay so to maintain quality with your work you have to care you know, keeping the the quality of work you do um, high consistently boils down to caring about what it is that you do. Because if you don't care or you've stopped caring, maybe you've fallen out of love or whatever, you'll do what little you can just to get by. And it won't matter to you if the standard of quality is high. Whereas if you care about something, you you worry about it. You worry about mm-hmm. it every day if it's good enough and you work harder to keep that quality high. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When you like when you commit to um, writing a weekly blog or, you know, recording a podcast or maybe you um, commit to sending it a monthly newsletter, I don't know. But when you do something for a sustained period of time, like we've done with this podcast, it can be hard to maintain the same standard over that period of time. But I think that to maintain quality over time, it is imperative not to lose sight of your goal. You constantly have to be asking yourself, what is the purpose of what I'm doing? Why am I doing this? And we did that really early on with this podcast. Like We established that our purpose, although you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we established that our purpose for this podcast is to have freelancers relate to us by talking about issues that affect them. So for us to maintain the quality, I'm just using this podcast as an example, every episode should um, result in the majority of listeners resonating with the content. You know, maybe thinking after they've listened to it, I'm so glad that other people have those problems too. I'm so glad that I'm not alone in experiencing that problem. You know, that's what we kind of shoot for with this podcast. And we set that precedence really early on and that helps us shape each episode. So always be asking yourself, what is the purpose of what I'm doing? I think that's the key to kind of maintaining quality over a period of time. Mm -hmm. And simply just taking a a second to step back from your work and, you know, just analyze what exactly you are doing, you know, step back and take a look at the work you're producing and and the the stuff you're putting in your portfolio and just thinking, is this really the best that I can do? Is this really the is this really work that I'm proud of? Oftentimes we just, you know, keep our head down and just keep working and working and, and putting stuff out there. But I mean, it's good to keep shipping stuff and putting stuff out there, but it also needs to be good quality stuff. So taking a step back and just seeing if, uh, if you are proud of what you're, of what you're making is, um, uh, is important too. And that's what we did with the, with the episode. And we thought about it afterwards thinking, yeah, maybe this one isn't isn't going to be just as good as some of the last ones. And yeah, I mean, we have to stand by what we put out there and, and we have to be, be proud of it. And uh, I'd rather 
spend more time recording something better than, you know, just quickly putting something out there because we recorded it. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, for your work, Paddy, is there some kind of criteria that you um, follow to ensure that each kind of piece of work you put out there or each project meets a certain quality? Like, is there some kind of quality assurance checklist that you have? Uh, Not really a specific checklist as such, but the only stuff I put in my portfolio, those projects are the ones I'm really proud of and that I would really... I really would want other people to to see. Uh, and I've definitely done projects where it was just, you know, for the money or when I was starting out. Uh, it's not particularly, I don't think it's my best work. So, I mean, it's not the stuff that I share. So when it comes to my portfolio, I only put in the stuff in there that, 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 I'm, really, uh, that I'm really proud of. And also the stuff I put in there is the stuff I want to get more of. So I put in the certain types of projects in there, but also the... The stuff that I just I can look back on now and feel uh, feel proud that I've that I've completed those projects and and I still like the look of them even though yeah as designers we have this this self critical attitude and you always hate the stuff you did yesterday and you want to improve it and you're constantly redesigning things but in a certain way I'm still proud of the the stuff that I've got in my portfolio and uh, so. Uh, I definitely curate the the stuff that I that I share and put out there. It's only the stuff that I that I'm really proud of that I that I shout about. What about you? Do you um do you yeah do you like when it comes to like say putting a because I see on your uh, on your photo blogs there's often only like a handful of photos like maybe two or three but obviously you've taken hundreds of photos maybe on a on a particular shoot but do you really just pick the the one or two that you're really really happy with to share i think that uh, the more you do something the more um the pickier you get about it um and you know that's something that's changed with me over time i i used to take photos and it's, it may seem to people that i take less photos now but that's not the case it's just that i'm becoming more selective about what photos i want to to share with people because the last photo that i upload to my blog is going to be the first photo that a potential client will see mm-hmm. so i found that now the way that i measure my photos is really just a gut feeling. I don't know if that's right or wrong, if that's just like a natural creative person's instinct is your gut when you've produced something you can say, yep, that's good enough to go online. Now, when I've taken a photo, and I've done this recently, actually, I've taken a photo and I've been apprehensive about it. I've been unsure about it, but I've put it online anyway, only to immediately regret it. Oh really? So I've yeah, I've learned to just really trust my gut and if I'm even the slightest bit unsure about something, don't put it online, Ashley. Don't do it. <laughs> but, you know, it's hard to measure quality like I've just told you I do it simply through a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Um but is quality subjective because we are like you said, we're very self-critical. We're always harder on ourselves. When while I may have published that photo and regretted it, somebody else might be really um, taken in by it, might be struck by it. Mm-hmm. So, how do you how do you measure quality? Is it subjective? Well, I yeah, I the stuff I put in my portfolio I, that's definitely stuff that that I'm proud of and I I really like. But I definitely 
see the value in sharing sharing designs and illustrations and app ideas with other people for feedback because yeah sometimes you're far too close to the to the project and you're right up against it and and uh, you can't really see the the bigger picture anymore but there are other designers and and other developers that I share my projects with to get their feedback to get their thoughts on it and it's great to have an outside an outside look at, at what you're working on uh, just to kind of reaffirm if it's if it's that it's kind of meeting your the standard that you should be aiming for i mean it's uh it's hard whenever you're you're so close to it but simply sharing something with some trusted people to ask for their their advice on it that can you know either confirm or deny your suspicions if you don't think it's good enough um but yeah it's great to step back yourself and look at your your projects but getting an outside opinion is something you should build into your working process that kind of that quality control element of um of a process i think is something that people should should do a lot more of i know it's something i should do a lot more of and um i'm often you know working on stuff and and keeping it to myself i have to really fight that sometimes to to share with other people just to get a an outside opinion on uh, on what I'm working on so that's something I need to do more and yet also I, I I should build in more of a a quality control step like at the end or close to the end of a of a project uh, I mean I I check over everything when I'm putting it out there but I really uh I should yeah make that maybe more of a uh, along the way kind of process rather than uh, at the very end you know going over everything and checking I should you know periodically like once a week just sit down and analyze the work that I've produced that week and um, see if it you know meets my standards or if we're heading in the right direction. Yeah but you know how you said that you seek outside um, criticism from other people mm-hmm. well are these people your friends because don't you find that some like it's hard for people to critique your work people yeah. sugarcoat things it's hard for people to say oh paddy that's terrible mm-hmm. so how do you know that they're giving you the right feedback well i've i've got some some people that that uh, i know are giving me honest feedback and while they may be friends they're still they're still quite critical of the the stuff that i do i mean yeah if you show your stuff to your mum she's not going to say bad things about it it's going to be it's going to be great so i would pick and choose the the people that you choose to share your work with and know if they're going to be they're going to be brutally honest about it or if it's um if they're just going to say yeah this looks great i mean that's that's not really useful feedback um so you have to uh you have to know if they're if they're telling you know giving you truthful feedback and, and being properly critical what about you do you share like do you share photos with with other photographers to ask their opinion before you would put something out there or um if i've maybe if i've shot a wedding and there's a photo and i'm unsure if for example the bride's expression is flattering or i might show somebody and say you know would do you think i should include this photo but in terms of kind of just putting personal work on flicking and whatnot again that just boils down to my gut instinct now for designers i know that there was a specific tool built 
to get feedback and that's called Dribble. Is that something you use to get feedback or is the community not really geared towards that kind of constructive criticism? Some people put stuff on Dribble to to get feedback and, and I know it works for some people. For me, I'm yeah, I'm less inclined to put in between stuff like unfinished stuff up there. I know it's more for showing the the in between stuff and, and the things you're working on, but I can't help but wait until the thing is finished before I put it out there for everybody to see. And so I'm not really using Dribble as as an effective feedback tool. Um, but I know a lot of people do, and, and um, uh, I know some of the the feedback on there can be can be useful. But um, that's not really what what I'm using it for. I prefer to go to people that I know and who's you know, opinion, I think is really, uh, is really valuable uh, when it comes to, you know, what, what particular project I'm working on, like go to people who know more about the, the project rather than, you know, sometimes you can't share what you're working on until, yeah until it's launched. So uh, I prefer to, to go to some uh, trusted uh, designers and developers and other people who, who have a knowledge of the, the industry that I'm working in and, and asking for their opinion on, whether my work is good enough. Yeah. Now, one point that I want to make that I think is quite important if you want to maintain quality is to remember that you are only as good as your last thing, mm. whether that be the last project you've shipped or the last blog post you've published and kind of using our experience yesterday again, we followed the same protocol that we always do. We chose a topic, we wrote our notes on that topic, we hit record and like you said, it it just didn't flow. Mm-hmm. And relating back to what I said earlier about asking yourself, what's the purpose Um, and our purpose is that freelancers can kind of relate to what the issues that we're talking about. Do I think listeners would have related to that episode or taking something, taking something valuable away from it? Ultimately, do I think it's worth asking them for 25 minutes off their precious time? And we both went away and thought about it and kind of decided, no, it it isn't. So that's why we, we scrapped it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, think about, For example, like, yeah, the last um, dribble, the last snippet that you shared on dribble, if a potential employer stumbles upon that, is that the standard of work that you want associated with your name? Yeah, it's really important, especially for something like like this, like a podcast. Uh, We have it's a weekly podcast. So one episode is going to be the latest episode for for seven days. So it's, I mean, is that the thing we want at the top of our website? Is that the episode, like you're always going to get new listeners each week. And is that the first thing they're going to, they're going to, to hear. And yeah, it's the same for, for my portfolio site as well. And, and portfolio sites are notorious things for never getting updated. So if you put something on there, that's not so hot. I mean, it could be weeks or months before something else gets put on there to, to replace it. So you should really think about, yeah, is this what I want to put on the front page of whatever I'm doing, you know, for a considerable amount of time? Because is this the first impression I want people people to have of me? Yeah, and I certainly, um, I didn't want that episode to be the benchmark for quality that, you know, our podcast was measured against. People are um, going to think there's this episode was completely so it was ridiculous it yeah. wasn't actually it wasn't it's again it's just us being 
um, it's just us caring. It's yeah, us caring. I think just the the it was just a bit uh, meh. It was just not not um, striking enough, and not uh, it didn't have as many great points in it, or it just kind of flowed a bit awkwardly, and and it just wasn't it just wasn't really happening as much as 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 other episodes. So that's the reason why we wouldn't share. It's not that it was a complete disaster and and was terrible. So it's just really just really we have a certain standard that we want to hit for for this show and yeah the latest episode on here we want that has to live for a week as the latest episode has to be you know pretty good yeah another thing i think people have to be aware of with their work is that if they find that they're consistently just producing kind of meh work as you just said i like Mm -hmm. that meh you know maybe they're on autopilot because whenever there's an action that you do with regularity like we publish this podcast every week it's really easy to get into this um monotonous flow where you are on autopilot and autopilot is a really dangerous place to be when you're producing work because autopilot means that you're just coasting along you're coasting coasting is dangerous in business guys because you know again you lose sight of what your purpose is with why you're producing something and quality subsequently dips. So if you find that you're on autopilot, that you're just coasting along in your work, you're probably outputting low quality work. And again, that likely means that you don't you don't care about what it is you're doing. So stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think it can be tough as well if you're if you're in a job that has the if you are doing the same sort of project every every day and if you're it becomes a sort of just a monotonous process that you're just making the same sort of websites or the same sort of apps or whatever it is you're taking the same sort of photos you have to mix it up a bit and have a bit more variety to keep your you know creative juices flowing and having having a bit more yeah I think variety is really important and it'll it can be a tough thing to to keep doing the same thing over and over again and and that's what I like about the work that I do. It's, it varies quite a bit and I'm always doing something different and I always have a few projects on at once. So so it kind of it helps me jump around a bit and each other project helps influence all the other projects. So you have to look at your situation and see, am I sitting in a job now that's just really monotonous and I'm just doing the same thing every day? And is that am I producing substandard work because of that? Yeah, I think, um, okay, so just to kind of summarize what I think, and I've stolen one of your points, Paddy, (laughs) um, to maintain quality with your work. First of all, you have to make sure that you actually care about your work. If you like, like I said, if you find that you're consistently outputting mediocre work, maybe you've fallen out of love with what you're doing. So make sure you care. Secondly, define your purpose, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's publishing a blog post or recording a podcast you what is it that you want people to take away from it and and shape the the entire content around that define your purpose and um paddy's point number three seek outside criticism what was it you said you can get a little bit close to to your work you can't quite see it for what it is so it helps to to seek out yeah you can't see the bigger picture so yeah so i think um I, i think that's all i've got to add what about you yeah i think if you're if you're also thinking about if you're a student and you're you're just starting out and and you're you've got a 
yeah, problem that students have or people starting out in the industry. They don't have a lot of work to show in their in their portfolio from day one. And it can be quite tempting to put as much stuff in there, so quantity. But I mean, the the you might be tempted to just put in 10 projects in there because you have a lot of things you've done in your earlier days or from school or school projects and things, but you know that the the quality isn't isn't great in there. I would strongly urge to put in two great pieces rather than ten substandard pieces because yeah, if if you see a if you see a portfolio as someone from the outside and you see a portfolio and it's it's kind of uh, you know substandard uh, in in general i mean all those those weaker projects are going to overshadow the two actual really good pieces you have in there so i would definitely put in less stuff but have the quality a lot higher rather than filling up a portfolio with um subpar work but i mean if you haven't got those two great projects i mean you can go out and go out and make them and we've done plenty of episodes on side projects and how to find work and how to find the clients you want to get so you can go back and listen to them but i would definitely go for quality over quantity when it comes to a portfolio oh totally and lastly sorry just to throw this out there listen to your gut if your gut's telling you it's not quite as good as it could have been you can make it better don't don't put it out there because you're only as good as your last thing brilliant So you've been listening to the Working Out Podcast. You can find us on workingoutpodcast.com. If you'd like to send us a wee email, you can on info at workingoutpodcast.com, especially to let us know if you want to join our Slack chat room uh, where we discuss topics for the show and doing what you love and just freelance life in general. Or you can send us a tweet at workingoutshow. Bye. Bye.